Hey guys, yes, it is Thursday once again, and it's come by so fast, but got another episode on We, we think, think Biblically, so we got a pretty good topic, it's going to be pretty juicy, I believe, tonight, it's something that we could get off into a lot of different things, but... Well needed. Yes, definitely mm. well needed, something I believe that if we truly grab hold of, it's very eye-opening, and yes. something that's truly convicting, and just encourage you guys once you hear this i pray you're encouraged by it and you share it with somebody else not just the episode but it kind of gives you some biblical advice and you use the scriptures and share it with somebody else maybe you're witnessing to or something but brianna at what age you got saved when you was i think i was like 15 15 somewhere around there okay i got saved when i was 16 at what age do you feel you truly understood what sin was and like what salvation was truly about well, i guess i already i kind of knew about sin really but like at a young age but i didn't really care i guess was the word okay <laughs> I, I knew i knew sin was bad i guess but there when you're young and stuff like you don't really like let it affect your life or whatever like you don't really mm. walk in like how bad sinners and stuff so for me like i said i got saved when i was like 20 (laughs) (laughs) i didn't give an age but so what age do you feel like you recognize really you understood more what it was 20 like 20 19 20 21 i don't know somewhere around there okay see for me i got saved when i was 16 and i will be honest at the age 16 i believe my motive was pure i believe i was truly coming to the lord with a pure like a pure motive really i understood that i needed him i couldn't exactly tell you why but i just felt that i needed him that i needed to surrender my life to the lord but i guess it wasn't until i got up i don't know 18 19 that i fully under not fully but i understood more what sin was and just really in these recent years that i'm not like not no, not what to do. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, you know... I don't know what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> uh, I guess I've understood more now what's how sinful I really am and, and what being yeah. saved is really about and just understanding how sinful I can be sometimes. I mean, understanding that old sinful man and, and just recognizing, Lord, even through that, you loved me enough to send your son to die for me and just yes. understanding really what what sin really is it causes you to appreciate salvation that much more yeah. and you truly understand how sinful you are and and how dark and and how how grim sin really is it truly makes you just appreciate and 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 love the glorious light of salvation so if you guys haven't guessed the topic we're going to be talking about is going to be sin we're going to be talking about that's like what is sin and what really brought this about this is something that's it, it's pretty old it's an article on to uh, or a news on to uh, the christian post that is like a christian news feed instead of like just turn on your tv and all you're hearing about it's like worldly events and and politics and all those other things the christian post you can look it up online it's it's giving you a bunch of christian news like telling you things that's going on in churches like kind of stuff that's just going on around the world but from a christian point of view and more Mm -hmm. stuff like that so 
This was published on uh, December 11th, 2008, and it is uh, Oxford Junior Dictionary Drops Christian Words. And if we had like that little thing that would go, ooh, or ah, something <laughs> like that, but... Oxford Junior Dictionary drops Christian words. The latest edition of the Oxford Junior Dictionary has dropped many words, listen at this, associated with Christianity and British history that were found in earlier version, uh, versions. Christian-related words like bishop, chapel, disciple, minister, and listen at this one, sin and devil, they have been replaced. He wasn't only removed, he was replaced by a lot better words. Guys, listen at this, how important these other words are. They was replaced by words like blog, biodegradable, mp3 player, democratic, and celebrity. In the 2007 edition of the popular Children's Dictionary. And this one on notice, it says here, in, like now, if you read down a little farther, it says, Although the newest version of the dictionary was released last year, the removal of words went largely unnoticed. And until there was a woman, a mother of four, from Northern Ireland, pointed them out. So this one on notice for quite some time. Told this mom, uh, she had four children. She got looking through... Uh, I guess one of the dictionaries for him, and she realized that there was a bunch, or pretty much all the Christian words, or majority of them, was removed out of the dictionary. And one of the main ones I want to highlight that was removed was sin. And guys, that is so sad. And again, this was posted back in 2008. Don't think I'm saying this just happened now. This has been yeah. years ago. But guys, there are still things going on like this today, and it has even progressed far worse than this they're no longer just trying to remove sin and not tell your children what sin is but now they're trying to show your children sinful things and tell them it's not sinful and yeah. tell them it's okay through cartoons through through commercials all kinds of crazy stuff they're no longer just trying to hide what sin is but they're trying to camouflage what sin is and and and, and dress it up and say it's not sin it, it, it's this great thing and it's it's being mm -hmm. it, it, it's so great and how 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 nice that it is so this is something that's truly sad what's going on and we're gonna just get into this and and talk about this a little bit i'm gonna i got a lot of bible verses and some of them i ain't even uh, there's a couple of bible verses i got i'm not even gonna read them for sake of time but i'm just gonna give you the place and scripture where they are so i encourage whoever's listening to take the time out, get you a pen and paper, and write these verses down, and then go back over them a little later and study this out, really get into yeah. it, and really dig into what is sin, what is it all about, and why is it important. Yes, and it's something, guys, that we should all truly want to know. You know, we don't have, uh, we're never going to get to the place where we fully understand everything about the Bible, we just know right. it inside out, but. Our knowledge should be ever-growing. We should be, each day, we should be trying to know the Word better, dig deeper into it, and have a greater knowledge of things. So, And that is the whole uh, goal and the motive behind these. We, we're not here to sermonize yeah. nobody. We're just wanting to give some biblical perspectives on things, give a little biblical advice, and hope that it encourages you guys to get into your Word. So yes. we're going to read First John chapter 3, verse 4. 
Whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. So what is sin? That's how we're going to first start this. And we're going to go through a few things here. Sin is the transgression of God's law. It is overstepping God's set limits. It's lawlessness or trespassing on forbidden ground. Another thing, and you'll hear this, this is pretty common. It is to miss the mark or fail in duty. And that it is all of those things that, that 1 John 3 and 4 says, For sin is the transgression of the law. But it goes on, there's so many more things. It's overstepping God's set limits. Uh, we see Adam and Eve done that. God gave them instruction. He gave them guidelines. He said, you can, you can eat of every tree besides the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He set limits. Mm -hmm. They overstepped their limits. They, they done something that was forbidden to them. They went on that forbidden ground. They done what they wasn't supposed to do. They missed the mark. And I'm going to give some reference verses. You can read these even more to see this in, in uh, further depth. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 24 and 5 then into the new testament james chapter 2 verses 8 through 11 so that's just some of the things that's kind of telling us what sin is brianna you can take over from there okay um let's see where i'm at here uh first john 2 and 1 my dear children i write this to you so that you will not sin but if anybody does sin we have an advocate with advocate, the, yes. Is that how you say that? Advocate. Advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. Even though we do sin, we thank the Lord that we got him to turn to, to get, to for, he died on the cross for our sins. So thank God that we have him to turn to. Yes, amen. Go ahead. So we've talked about what is sin, like, like we just said, it's... Yeah. Transgression of God's law, overstepping God's set limits, lawlessness, trespassing on forbidden ground, or to miss the mark, or to fail in duty. Yes. But why do we need the knowledge of what sin is? Brianna, if somebody was to ask you, you're telling somebody, you're trying to talk to somebody about uh, like salvation, telling them about the plan of salvation, and they say, well, what? Why do I need to understand that I'm a sinner? And that, and that's guys, that's one of the key things when you're witnessing. You, you don't just want to beat them over the head, but you need them right. to understand that they are why. a sinner. That they are, they are standing. They, they are gonna face God's holy wrath one day. You need them yeah. to understand that. And if you can't get them to understand that, they're never gonna appreciate the good news. Yep. So. And if you don't know what sin is, then you have a problem. And you need to really study and find out what sin is because you got to turn from sin to get to heaven. Yes. You cannot be a sinner and get to heaven. you got to repent from your sins. So, why do we need knowledge of what sin is? We're going to read a Bible verse, Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Yes. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I... I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget thy children. Guys, today we have, and, and like I said, this this that article or that, that news feed that I read you was from 2008, I said? I think you said 2008, yeah. Somewhere in that time frame, but it so. is so many things is continuing on today. We have 
and I won't get into too much, but we have same-sex marriages, we have abortions, we have all these things going on, and people is no longer just trying to hide sin, but they're trying to, to, to make it glamorous and say that it's no longer sin. They're trying to twist it and trying to warp our children's minds and even the yes. adults' minds and tell them, hey, this is okay, this is not sin, and this is what you get a lot, and I, I believe Brianna just kind of touched on this a minute ago, People will say, well, that, that's what you believe. That's how you feel. That may be sin for you, but it's not sin for me. There is certain things, and I'm going to use, I'm a guy, maybe this, Actually, you won't, maybe so. we won't okay. relate to, uh, okay, I thought you touched on that already. Maybe everybody can't relate to this, but I like, I go play golf sometimes. That in itself is not a sin, but I could go out there and do things that would make it a sin, whether that would be drinking, yeah. cussing, you know, doing different, I could make that a sin, and that yeah. would not be a going golfing would not be a sin for everybody, right. but I could take it to a place that would be a sin for me right. now, in that aspect, if you do it from that way, there could be certain things that would be sin for you, Brianna, or somebody else that wouldn't be yeah. for me, but right. in general, lying, uh, adultery, uh, fornication, all these things, guys, that's sin for everybody. When you And that is what we're talking about when we're talking about sin. I'm not just talking about my personal convictions. I'm talking about what is written in the Word yes. of God. It's sin for everybody. It's right. not just for the, a selective for me, it's a few. For you, but yes, it's for it's, the whole world. Yeah. Lying, uh, uh, covetedness, I mean, uh, adultery, uh, fornication, You, it's there. I mean, and it's not just... Uh, sin for one person, that's sin. That that includes us all. I got a whole list of sins and <laughs> Bible verses that backs it up. So, <laughs> uh, I ain't going to go through it all for the sake of time. But Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> JK. Wait, I got a Bible verse that goes with that too. Okay. Um, Proverbs 14 through 16. I mean, what you was talking about earlier. Oh, yeah. Hosea 4 and 6. Um, Proverbs 14 and 16 says, uh, One who is wise is cautious and turns away from evil, but a fool is reckless and careless. Yes, and uh, there's so many different things. It says in Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. But then don't yeah. just stop there. We have people today who there's, there's some, I'm going to say like a child, again, uh, a child wouldn't fully understand. I'm going to say, like, my son's only four-year-old. He ain't going to be able to give you a, a very sound, if any at all, right. definition yeah, of what sin is. is. But mm -hmm. that dictionary that he took this word from, I believe, was ranging from ages like seven or eight up to, like, into teens. So yeah. it was getting to children. At, he was at the age where they would have understood. You understand them more, yeah. Yes, what it was. They was understanding right. these definitions. They was getting to the age where they really needed to know what these things was. was. Yeah. And yeah. They, they cut them out. They replaced them with other words. But we yeah. still see this today. And there is people, why do we need to know, why do we need knowledge of what sin is? Because people are being destroyed because they have a lack of knowledge of yeah. how destructive sin is. Guys, when you look around, you see drug addicts. Guess what Guess what drugs is? Drugs is a sin. When you see guys that, or, or men or women, either one, that is addicted to alcohol, they're alcoholics. Guess what that is? It's a sin. Yes. And they are being destroyed for a lack of knowledge. But don't just stop at a lack of knowledge. 
it goes even farther. Hosea says into in Hosea chapter four, verse six, it says, Because thou hast rejected knowledge. It didn't just say you were destroyed for yeah. a lack of knowledge, but he even went on and said, Because you have rejected knowledge. You know, there is we have a God I believe it was something that was given by God. We have a conscience down on the inside of us. And there is times like these things that's going on in our world today, whether abortion, same sex marriage, all these things, and the world is trying to tell you it's it's okay. It's there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with this. You have that little nudge on the inside of you telling you, "Hey, this really ain't right." And maybe yeah. you will never admit it to no one. Somewhere deep down inside of you, you have that little bell dinging saying, "Hey, something's off here. This ain't right." But you are willfully because it's easier to do something if you're like, "Well, I just I, I don't believe it's wrong anyway." Mm-hmm. There would be one thing, and I've talked about this with my dad or my brother before. It would be one thing if somebody would say, hey, I know this is wrong, but I'm doing it anyway. Right. That, that don't excuse anything, but yeah. I, I would have a little more tolerance. But then you got those who saying it's not wrong, it's okay. It's just yeah, okay. Hey, this ain't wrong. It's okay for me to do this. Mm-hmm. I guess if you feel something's not wrong, it makes it easier. The world today is blinded from sin. Yes, it makes it easier for you to do it. So. Yeah. I mean, that's something that, that's why we need knowledge of what sin is, guys, because yes. it is destroying so many lives. I've seen it wreck homes. I've seen it destroy young men and young women. I, I've known people that's overdosed it. I've seen people, close relatives that, that's addicted to drugs, alcohol, so many yeah. things, guys. It's, it's no respecter of persons. I mean, it's not something, sin is so serious and so deadly, guys, and it's not something you want to toy and play around with, and it's something we need to be warning our younger generations about, that it is serious, it's deadly, not trying to glamorize it and tell them it's okay, but to warn them to stay away from it, avoid it with everything you have, so something to think about. Yeah, it is. Um, You want me to read another Bible verse? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, um, let's see... What was that one you just read? Uh, that was Proverbs fourteen read sixteen. Read that again. Okay, uh, one who is wise is cautious and turns away from evil, but a fool is reckless and careless. And this is something else I would like to add to, and then we'll move on a little bit farther. We get tempted all the time. That is something. At some point in time, it's it's unavoidable. You're going to be tempted. That's just, we live into a fallen world. Yeah. We have the tendency to want to sin. We're, we're warped or bent towards wanting to do that, which is wrong. Yes. But I believe there is times we place ourselves in places and situations that we are being tempted much more than what we should be. Yeah. You know, say there's somebody who has a problem with alcohol. You don't go place, if you're trying to quit it and the Lord's trying to, 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 to bring you out of that, you don't go sit into a bar, go, don't go around a bunch of people that's, that's Even drinking. Even if you got and, friends and, just yes. like at home or something. You don't go just sit don't, around that. Right. Keep Same way with uh, tobacco or <laughs> anything. I'm just naming yeah. those. Those are simple little simple things. Simple stuff, stuff. But if you know that you had a problem with it in the past, don't keep placing yourself around it. And then I know those, maybe you don't even have a problem with it no more. But one time, I'm going to say this. Say you once was uh, uh, addicted to alcohol. The Lord just, I mean, just cold turkey cut you off from it. You never, never had a problem quitting it. Yeah. Don't go placing yourself back around those things saying, okay, well, I'm strong now. The Lord delivered me from it. Don't, that don't show that you're a strong Christian. I say Mm -hmm. this with the most respect and I'm sorry if I offend anybody. You're not a strong Christian. You're a foolish 
Christian. I, I, I toned that yeah. down. I could have said a different word. <laughs> but you're a foolish Christian from, for wanting to place yourself in a place for, around something that the Lord has done delivered you from. Don't put yourself back in situations to be tempted, but avoid it. Don't don't yeah. go and say, I can sit around this and you're barely making it out. You're so close to caving and giving in to a sinful temptation or something. Don't place yourself around it, guys. Wisen up. Avoid yes. it. Don't don't go. Don't play with it. That's the problem. We want to see how close we can get to it, and many times we don't just get close to it. We end up rolling around in it and getting caught back up into yes. it. So we need to avoid it at yes. all costs. Don't be a fool. Don't be reckless, and don't be careless. <laughs> yes. So Brianna, you can go on from um, there. Okay. You then touched on one sin for me is the same sin for you. Sorry, I thought you touched <laughs> on that earlier. But, uh, uh, let's see. Um. Uh, Romans 6 and 14. For sin shall no longer be your master because you are not under the law but under grace. We need to be under grace. And um, the, a sin should not be our master. Yes. Go ahead. You can. Uh, so we're going to kind of finish this part out. Uh, why do people need knowledge of sin? We've talked about how people's being destroyed for lack of knowledge should. of it. Over here more oh, sorry. Uh, talking about the people's being destroyed for lack of knowledge of sin, but the reason we should make known the seriousness and the consequences of sin because the punishment is so serious. There's a saying that's mm-hmm. uh, always just a slap on the wrist. Well, guys, if you've ever read your Bible, you understand that sin is not just a slap on the wrist, that there is some serious, eternal punishment that comes along with it and we must warn young people about this we must warn those elders who maybe is set in their ways and and think they know it all in their way or the highway we Mm -hmm. must warn everybody that has breath in their body about the punishment that comes along with living a life in sin yes uh ephesians chapter 5 verses 5 and 6 for this ye know that no whoremonger nor unclean person nor covetous man who is an idolater hath any inheritance in the kingdom of christ and of god listen at this let no man deceive you with vain words people can say it's right all the time for because of these things cometh the wrath of god on the children of disobedience so why must we warn people about sin why do we need the knowledge of sin because if you are living a life of sin the wrath of god is abiding upon you and listen to me that wrath of god once again is not just a slap on the wrist guys it is gonna be eternal punishment he one day he will say depart from me i never knew you you will be cast into the lake of fire where you are being tormented day and night yes and that is the worst of it all you will be eternally separated from god maybe you're saying well that's no big deal i don't mess with him now i don't want nothing to do with him now guys you you truly don't understand what you were saying because maybe you don't realize it it is only by his mercy and grace that we're able to draw our next breath you take him out of the equation every little thing you look around at today and you enjoy the birds trees what the sky and you just sometimes you just look and you're amazed with the beauty of it it is only because of the lord that we are even able to enjoy those things he's the only thing that puts a, a joy into that there was a song i believe it was david crowder he said you make everything glorious and that is so true you take the lord out 
out of the equation. Mm -hmm. And it is just like one of those old, dull 40s movies that's just in gray. I I hope it was in gray at that time. (laughs) But that's what it would be like if you take him out of the equation, guys. Maybe you say, I don't want nothing to do with him anyway. Don't be fooled like that. That's just a that's yes. just an attack. That's just a life in the enemy trying to make you think that you don't want to find out what it would be to be eternally separated no. from God. It's not a game. The Bible gives abundant warning that no unrepentant sinner will escape God's judgment. So that is why we got to repent and turn from sin. Yes. The the Bible says in Romans chapter six, verse twenty three, for the wages of sin is death. Now wages, think about that. That is your payment. That is what's due to you. The payment for sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, the wages of sin is death. We have everybody dies. The Bible says that is appointed unto man once to die, then after this the judgment. We have imputed sin. That is we have through Adam, we have imputed sin that at some point in time we all we are all gonna die. That is just we die. That is what happens. But then there is the second death, and that is something, guys, that we could avoid. Is that second death through what Jesus Christ did upon that cross? You don't have to face that second death being cast into that lake of fire. Mm-hmm. This is why it is so serious. This is what sin brings physical death and then the second death and there's three i had this wrote down so i could uh we have three types of sin that you'll see you have inherited sin imputed sin and personal sin inherited sin is we or you could say original sin we all have the tendency you don't need nobody to tell you hey why don't you go do this or we have right. that want desire in ourselves to want to do that. So we have inherited sin. Then we have imputed sin. That is this verse here for the wages of sin is death. We all die. That is a, that is imputed sin because of Adam's disobedience. We are all being credited with that guilt. And it is being seen that the wages of sin is death it's that's how we are yes. being paid for that sin and then we have personal sin that will be that second death it will be judged one day maybe yeah. you think well it's no big deal i'm just out living my life now that is what they're you trying to tell you it. that that is what the that's what the world wants you to think it's just a game and it's a joke but guys sin is no joke no don't play around with it brianna no. you can take over from there all right um I, uh, oh, I, um, Acts 20 and 21, I was just going to read the scripture without saying where it was at. Acts 20 and 21, I have declared to both Jews and Greeks that they must turn to God in repentance and have faith in our Lord Jesus. Amen. Uh, another verse in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 6, verse 9 through 10, it says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Listen at this. Be not deceived. Now these are some of these things I'm going to read is stuff that the world is okay in today and saying it's no problem. If it feels good, do it. Uh, be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, thieves, covetous, drunkards, revilers, extortioners, 
they shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And guys, again, this these things that's naming off, it cannot just be sin for me and not for you. These things is for yes. the world over. Everybody everybody in the world, it applies to all of us. If it, yes. it is sin for all of us. And they cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Something we need to be mindful of. Yes. Brianna, you want to... You want me to keep um, going? Just keep going. Uh, a Bible verse. Again, I'm sorry I have a lot of Bible verses, but just trying to uh, really give you guys something to read and, and study out. Acts 17, uh, verse 31. Because he have appointed a day, and the which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained, whereof he have given assurance unto all men, and that he have raised him from the dead. There will be a day if we have not repented and we have not turned from our sinful ways and put our faith and put our trust and belief in Jesus Christ and the work he did upon that cross, we will face God's wrath. And he that and it's not just it's not a a uh, unjust wrath. It is a holy and just wrath wrath he is giving you what you truly deserve but he loved us so much that he sent his son to take that price to take that penalty to pay the price and take that penalty for us there will be a day yes. he'll judge the, the world in righteousness because he is a holy and righteous judge he will do what a, a holy and righteous judge must do and that is judge evil judge sin and guys we don't want to be on the end of that judgment we want to be pardoned we want to be we want to be covered in the blood of jesus to avoid this by all means yes Brianna, you got anything you want to keep going, keep going. Uh, i'm trying to look up this another thing and just these are just simple little things the reason we need people to understand I'm not talking about just trying to scare people, talking about the wrath of God, just trying to scare people into salvation. It's truly got to be the Holy Spirit that draws them. If not, it's yes. never going to last. You can't scare people or force them to make decisions or anything like that. But if we never truly understand what sin is and never truly get a grip and understand what that is, how can we ever understand what salvation is really about? If you truly don't mm -hmm. understand, I am a sinner deserving of God's wrath and judgment. And if we never truly understand that, then how can you truly understand the whole plan of salvation and the reason Jesus had to come to this world and die upon a cross, rise again the third day? You won't fully be able to understand that. It won't even have no importance in your life. That's just like... Yeah. There's a person that witnesses on YouTube all the time, and he uses this analogy. He said, "What sense would it make to you if I'd walk up and say, hey, I paid your, uh, I, I paid your speed and fine?'" They'd be like, "What, what speed and fine are you talking about? You're crazy." But if you would show somebody a video, hey, I, I, I clocked you going through here. Uh, the cops seen you. You're getting a ticket. You was, you was going 30 mile an hour over the speed and the speed limit. But I, I talked to the cop. I took your, I took your citation. I paid it. Here you go. They would truly appreciate what you're offering them, what you've done for them. And it's the same way with salvation. They yeah. can't truly appreciate the work that Christ accomplished upon that cross without understanding their condition. That is yeah. something we need to make known to the world today. You can't beat it over their head. You can't force them to make decisions. But we must make known their condition. If not, guys, they will never appreciate the good news. 
of yes. of Jesus Christ. Brianna, you want to go from there? Um, Romans 1 and 32 says, Who, knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Yes. Uh, another Bible verse we're going to read, and we've talked about all this, guys. We've talked about the seriousness of sin, the consequences of sin. And here's where I would like to wrap up with this. I'm sorry we've been a while. You don't have to stay in your sin. No. You don't have to be a slave to your sin. And don't fool yourself. Maybe you say, I, I, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm the one that wants to do this. No, guys, you're a puppet in the hands of the enemy. And yes. you are being a slave to your sin. You're, you're being held captive to it and by it. But the Bible says in Ephesians 1 and 7, In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Maybe today, maybe you're listening to this and maybe you say, well, I, the things I'm doing, I like doing. Or I'm not harming nobody. I'm not bothering nobody else. It's just for myself. Guys, there is a day that he is going to judge the world in righteousness you yes. don't want to be on the other side of that judgment when that gavel comes down. You don't want to hear him say, depart from me. I never knew you. Trust me, yeah. you do not want to face the wrath of God. And here's the good news. We rightfully should have received the wrath of God. But through his mercy and grace, he made a way that we didn't have to. He told, He sent his son to bear his wrath to bear that righteous judgment that we could stand before him justified and forgiven the bible says yes. in isaiah 1 and 18 come now let us reason together saith the lord though your sins be as scarlet they shall be white as snow though they be red like crimson they shall be as wool maybe today you're you're loving the sin and, and the things you are doing but listen to me there's only pleasures and sin for a time. There will be a day yes. that pleasure is going to be gone. Those good feelings, those good times are going to be gone. And you are going to have to stand before a holy and just God and give an account for the things you were doing. And everybody is going to stand before God. Yes. So, everybody. While you have the chance, while you have the opportunity, turn from your sin. Put yes. your faith and belief in Jesus Christ and the work that he done upon that cross and don't just try to overlook sin and and pat and pat yourself on the back well people's doing a lot worse than what i'm doing these little things i'm doing ain't that bad guys yeah. sin is sin whether no a lie is, is no yes. different in our eyes we try to change it a lie is no different than somebody that's getting out there committing murder yeah Sin is sin. Like I said, in our eyes, we try to uh, uh, categorize it. Or, cover it up. Yes, like, we, we try to justify ourselves by the lives of somebody else. Yeah. Guys, that's not going to get nowhere when we stand before God. That's not going to hold no water. Or you can say, sin. It's this sin's not bad. This sin, um, just, okay, I'll go gambling. Gambling's not bad. It's fun. I'm just doing it for fun. I ain't doing it for, like, any badness or thinking it's bad or anything it's just for fun but it's still a sin that's going to send you to hell go ahead so we truly need to recognize the seriousness of our sin there's a quote and i'm going to end with this 
Uh, Thomas Watson said this, Until sin be bitter, Christ will not be sweet. Guys, if, if we ever want to truly lead people, and like I said, we're all not called to minister or evangelize, but we're all called to be witnesses. Yeah. How can we ever witness to people about the good news of salvation if they don't understand their condition and what they're in? That's like, and I'm gonna, yes. we're going to end, but that's like walking up to somebody and saying, hey, I found a cure uh, for some kind of sickness, and you name off some kind of disease, and you try to give it to them. Why would they take that medicine if they don't believe they're sick and they don't think they had the disease of which it's supposed to cure? Right. We must let people know that they are infected with the sickness and disease of sin, but there yes. is a cure, and it's through Jesus Christ. Yes. Me and Brianna pray that this episode on the podcast has blessed you. If it has, we pray that you would use these these Bible verses and maybe some little things that you've learned here on this uh, through this episode. Get yes. out and share it with somebody else. Get into your Word. Learn as much as you can. When you read it, read it with the intent not to show that you're a Bible thumper and how you can quote Scripture, but read it with the intent, God, I want to know you. Yes. I want to know your heart. I want to I recognize want to know you your more. voice. I want to learn more. So, Brianna, you want to close us out? I don't know what to say. You do it. That's your job. That's Uh, your part. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week on... We Think Biblically.